Welcome to The Shore Report. I'm Heather Hyde. And I'm Jay Posner. And today on our show, we have joining us Vicki Tamori from the Marine Heritage Society for our episode 127. Welcome, Vicki. Hello, how's it going? <laughs> That's great. Thanks so much for being with us. Oh, you're welcome. I'm I'm pleased to be here and to talk about uh, something that's very near and dear to me, which is the Chantry Island Tours. Yeah, thanks so much. We know it's a very busy time of year for the folks at Marine Heritage. And so we're great. We're really grateful to have you talk about the Chantry Island Tours. This has been something that you've been doing for quite some time now and sort of give the folks who are listening a little bit of an overview of, of what it is and, and how people can participate. For sure. So the, the tours, um, we've been doing the tours. This is actually our 21st season doing offering tours to Chantry Island. Um, we started with the restoration of the Keeper's Cottage back in 96. And we actually opened for tours in 2001. Um, the only, and so we, we have gone 21 years. This is our 21st year. We did have to take two years off through COVID, but um but that's okay. We, we, everyone survived it <laughs> and our, our volunteer base survived it, which it, you know, it takes about 125 volunteers for us to put that boat in the water and have everything set up and ready to go for these tours each season. So we usually start at the end of, um, very end of May is when we're, we're starting, we, um, start our tours weekends in June. And then from about the 17th of June till September 10th, we go seven days a week. So we do offer over 220 tours to Chantry Island, and it's a very unique tour because it's uh, nine passengers on board the boat. And the reason for the nine passengers is because it's a federal bird sanctuary over there. So we do have restrictions as to how many people we can take per day. And uh, so we do the two tours, uh, one at one o'clock and one at three o'clock. And then on weekends in July and in August, we add a 930 in the morning one. So... Date we've taken over twenty six thousand people to Chantry Island to uh, to enjoy the historical tour. So it's a fifteen minute boat ride to the island, and then you're on the island with for about an hour and a half with two different guides. So one takes you up into the keeper's cottage, and the other one will take you through the restored was restored keeper's cottage. But then also then you get it um, to climb the tower. So the other guide will take you up into the lighthouse to see the wonderful view from the top of the lighthouse. That's wonderful. And I know my kids have been asking for me to take them for quite some time, but I don't think they're quite old enough yet. Is there um, an age limit um, for those who can board the boat or? No, it's not an age limit. It's a height restriction. So they have to be four feet tall. And the, the only other rules that we have is that we ask that everyone wear proper footwear. Um, it is a hike, a bit of a hike from the boat up to the house. The, if the docks are moving, you know, that type of thing. So it's good to have proper footwear on. And then, yes, the children have to be four feet tall. So, Okay, that's great information to know. I was really fortunate um, the other night, my husband and I, we were lucky enough to find ourselves with without the little ones. And so we decided to take our paddle boards out and we paddled all the way out to Trantree Island. And I have to note that we did not disembark because as we know, no. it's, a, it's a bird <laughs> sanctuary. So we did not set foot on the island. I want to make sure that that's clear but it's a beautiful spot and and can you talk a little bit more about the history of the island and, and the fact that it is a protected area right so so in in the 
late 1800s, there was so many shipwrecks. We've got over 50 shipwrecks that had gone down near and around Chantry Island because of the, the shoals that are there. Um, so that was the purpose of putting the lighthouse on the island to warn the sailors of those shallow shoals. And, um, and at the time, they had built um, a long dock. So there was a long dock that came from the mainland. And then there was a long dock that came from the island. And so what, the way those docks lined up, there was about a 200 foot gap in between them. And so they called it a harbor of refuge. So what they were building was a place behind Chantry Island for those sailing ships to sort of tuck in there in a storm and sort of hide out the storm, wait out the storm. And so again, they called it the gap between those two docks. So the mainland dock was about 2,200 feet long. And then the Chantry dock was 1,800 feet. And at the end of that dock, they had a little range light like we have at the mouth of the river. And that range light lined up to a range light down at that they call McNabb. So we have a McNabb range light too. And so the Chantry range lined up with McNabb and then that way the, the, the boats could see their way into that gap safely without hitting the docks. So, and then yeah. the same at the mouth of our river, we've got the range, the Saugeen front range and the rear range. And the, again, the same thing happens. The boaters line up the lights at night to get safely into the harbor. And so I now that you... the long docks are gone, those, yeah. <laughs> the docks aren't there anymore. <laughs> But on a clear day, when we do our tours, you can see some of the crib work that was there. And of course, the Chantry range is no longer exists. The McNabb range is is located down at, um, um, ooh, what's the name of that street? <laughs> Bayview, down by Bayview. And, um, but it's decommissioned. It's not, it's not a, an actual working light. But we do, our group does maintain them and take care of these range lights also. So And that sort of shipping, uh, you know, light, uh, you know, history is sort of prevalent throughout Bruce County. And, and I do remember seeing remnants of the cribs when I've gone to the beach, uh, you know, numerous times over the last few years. I just wondered about the bird sanctuaries, how, uh, you know, do some people take the tour to, to look at the birds and see what's out there? In early spring, the first the first groups that go out because we um, the the uh, the Huron um, Birding Festival they they book some tours out there. So we have some actual birders that are are the guides because they know more about the birds that are out there. There's thousands of birds out there. So yeah, the very early tours are usually birders, and that's what they yeah. want to see because that's the nesting season. So, oh yeah. Well, and that's great. I should have oh, timed yeah. my time when I went out there for that. I would I would love to be out there for the birds. Maybe <laughs> that's what they say about me. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> uh, we also wanted you to be on to talk a bit about the uh, the market and the really not just uh, the Marine Heritage Festival, which is which goes on annually, but the market because it runs every week, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, we started the market in 2021 when we couldn't do tours. So we thought, well, we got all these volunteers anxious to do something. Let's put together a market and we did have to jump through a few hoops for the very first market because at the time with the COVID restrictions we had to have mainly food items they were trying to get like more like a farmer's market so what we did was we designated our our market as an artisan market so that the things are all handcrafted or homemade and uh, right now um, we're running every Friday so the market runs from nine till two each Friday and um, and we have between 40 and 50 vendors each week. So, and then we've also, Marine Heritage have also, because we have our little uh, gift shop down where we book the tours at the mouth of the river, um, we've also built in a little gift shop for um, 
with the same handicraft stuff that we have in um, in the boathouse. So we're also um, down there with a little gift gift shop store. So that's great. It's a really central location. It's um, for those who are familiar with the Southampton Town Hall. It's kind of tucked right in behind there and behind the library. And as you mentioned, it run it runs until September first this year. I believe is that correct? It does. Yes, it does. So yeah, it, and it's a big thing. So a lot of this stuff that we do, like like I was saying, that you know we've got so many different aspects, and I think one of the most important things is, and people don't realize, is that our tours. Yes, it takes, it's a volunteer effort. So we have captains, crew, tour guide, people in the tour base. We've got guys that go out just to put the docks in and take the docks out, people that work on the boat. There's so many different aspects to putting that boat in the water and having passengers on it. Um, we've also started craft, handcrafting our own crafts to sell because, again, it's really difficult to... Um, to purchase nautical things. So we've got a lot of things like beach glass and um, actually we've saved the original um, slate from the keeper's cottage roof when we did the restoration. So we're making jewelry from that and we have painted paintings with that slate. Um, so that's authentic to Chantry Island. <laughs> wow. But yeah. uh, we've got, and that's what the crafters meet all year round. So all winter long, we, we would get together and sit and paint or do jewelry or, or uh, just, some people just sit there and knit. So, <laughs> so it's a, quite a variety of things that you can do. Um, and we we're you know, very fortunate to have so many volunteers and we have to be very careful because we have to make sure that we have something for those volunteers to do because nothing's worse than volunteering and sitting around doing nothing. And, and we always have something on the go. So yeah, I think actually some volunteers would just stop volunteering if they didn't have something to do. Yes. Yeah, so I, I appreciate your, the innovation and the ingenuity to get, get them busy but uh heather uh, i know you maybe wanted to chat briefly about the festival or if there's more on the market i missed but yeah i did want to touch base on the marine heritage festival which has been running for a number of years depending on when you're listening to this podcast you may or may not have missed it for 2023 <laughs> but we wanted to mention it anyways because it is an annual event and um, I just want to also touch on like just the strength of the Marine Heritage Society and its organization, like 125 volunteers is amazing. And you have a lot of volunteers that work on the Marine Heritage Festival as well. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that annual event, Vicki? Definitely. So what we're trying, what the aspect of the Marine Heritage uh, Fest Festival is to try and promote the marine history of the community. So we not only do the boat tours, this year we're opening the range lights. So we have, um, you can go inside the newly restored range light um, at the mouth of the river, but we also have um, so many different groups that get to benefit from it too. So we have um, all sorts of local groups in the park on the Saturday doing uh, fun in the park. So there's lots of fun and games for the kids. But what we're trying to do is have a fun, free, family weekend so it's mainly free I can't we can't give the food away because we've got food vendors but but um everything else is free so if you come down to the uh for example if you go to the museum on the Friday night there's so much entertainment there and it's all free they, there's a ghost walk there's all sorts of wonderful things Friday night Saturday at the park everything's down at Pioneer Park there's a ghost walk no or there's a um there, there's the cardboard boat races, which are the biggest event of that day. I mean, it's so much fun watching the kids trying to paddle against each other. Um, this year we have a corporate challenge. It was this, this is the first year for the corporate challenge. I think we have 10 boats entered in that one. 
And so what they're doing is they've each paid an extra $100 to be in it. It doesn't cost to be in the boat races at all. But these corporate groups have put $100 in each and the winning boat actually gets all the money to donate to whomever they want to donate it to. So it's still always going to go back into the community. Um, but it just makes for a more uh, a really fun event. And then you have the Southampton Fire Department doing a fish fry on the Saturday night. And we have the Soggy Shores Rotary with their barbecue and pancake breakfast on the Saturday. Um, Sunday this year, the Lakeshore Winterhawks have joined us and they're doing uh, they're going to have a little bit of a hockey game in the parking lot and the beer gardens and and lots of fun down at Pioneer Park again. Um, with the, you know, we've got so many sponsors and we've got to thank our sponsors because we, this wouldn't happen if we didn't have the sponsorship that we're, we're able to get in to help pay for the music and pay for the tent. And, you know, there's washrooms, there's all sorts of things that cost money, extra picnic tables and, and all that is, is covered by our sponsors. And, and we're so, so, uh, happy to be able to get them every year. They come back because they enjoy it so much. So. So there's something for everyone in that park on Saturday, but there's also going to be something for everyone at the museum on Friday night. That's great. And that happens the same timing every single year, right? Is it the third weekend of July or the second last <laughs> weekend of July? We aim right? for the third, it's third, but sometimes there's the five weekends in July. So <laughs> the third or the fourth, it depends. Again, we, we try and, and make sure that we're not colliding with other events in the area. So we, we try and stay away from competing with other events um, because it's such a big event and it takes such an enormous amount of um, planning and, and labor really, you know, um, and we've got the support from the municipality too. And we've got to be, we are so grateful for that. If, if we didn't have the partnership and I thank this for everything, for not only our tours, but our festival, our artisan market, they wouldn't be as successful as they are if we didn't have the relationship that we have with the municipality, which is our mayor, our council and our staff, because we couldn't do it without the, the help that we get from them. They're so supportive of it, and that's what makes it such a success. Well, the Marine Heritage Society certainly puts on uh, a whole gamut of really amazing community events that bring, you know, economic growth to the area and really help us celebrate our marine heritage. So we thank you for all the hard work that you put into organizing all of those events. You're welcome. <laughs> You're more than welcome. And and come ahead. I, we actually took a bunch of staff this year. Every every spring, we do invite the new staff from the town to experience the tour because we recognize that word of mouth advertising, you can't pay for that. You know, so we, we hope to have everyone from Sogging Shores have experienced the trip. We know that that's not the truth right now. There's lots of people to say, oh, I've never been on there. <laughs> so we want to get you on there. So we, we go to the river mouth and the 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 tour base is open from nine till five every day, seven days a week. Um, it's got the fish, the fish tugs right in front of us there. It's a, a great atmosphere. So drop in and visit us down there and we can try and book a tour for you. Well, there we go. Thank you, uh, Vicki. Uh, and um, yeah, well, we, we certainly want to have you back on. You spoke very well and, uh, you know, certainly no shortage of content here. We've, we could, uh, could have talked more about especially the island really it is a special tour that you'd put on so thank you again and uh we'll we'll come back again thank you very much you guys have a great day